This SummerSlam weekend edition of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues and part two of SummerSlam weekend continues on. There's a lot of stuff we need to talk about, including Ring of Honor's Night 2 of Glory by Honor. We're going to talk about Glory by Honor Night 1 that took place last night. Also, Impact Wrestling's Emergence had took place over uh, on SummerSlam weekend as well. That took place yesterday as well. Of course, we got SmackDown. We got to talk about a little bit. And then we got, of course, we got SummerSlam. We got to talk about because that's going to take place tonight. We're going to talk about all those things and so much more. And I know everyone's anticipating, everyone's waiting, everybody's wondering because I mentioned it on my last episode. I'll believe it when I see it. That is what I've been saying for the last year and a half, probably two years to be exact, or a lot longer than that. I'll believe it when I see it. I was at Rich's Billiards last night. Drinking a beer, having a good time, playing a little bit of music, including a certain living color song. At the stroke of nine o'clock, at nine o'clock began AEW Rampage, right? It began. And as soon as it began, something major happened. And this is still the biggest talk in all of SummerSlam weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back.
bumps won't go down, boys. This is wild, man. Wow. Chicago's own CM Punk. The hometown hero has come home after seven years. He's back amongst his AEW family and his family here in Chicago. from CM Punk, the newest addition to all elite wrestling in just one minute and 30 seconds. You've waited this long to hear from CM Punk. You only have to wait 90 seconds more. CM Punk is in AEW. And I gotta tell you guys, this is still the biggest talk happening right now as we speak. I will believe it when I see it, is what I've said many times. Now I can say, I believe it. Well, actually, let me correct that. I saw it, and I still can't believe it. CM Punk is now with All Elite Wrestling, and guys... We're going to try to compose ourselves here because I know there's a lot of a lot of talk. And plus, as a matter of fact, just to let everybody know, there will be a separate video or separate podcast that will talk about CM Punk. Because, trust me, I mean, this episode is SummerSlam weekend. And obviously, CM Punk is the biggest talk in all of pro wrestling right now. We are going to talk about this in a separate podcast. So... Be on the lookout for that. I mean, I know I promised you the other one, but that's going to happen uh, with NXT, but I promise you that for tomorrow. 
But let's uh, let's try to compose ourselves a little bit. We'll get back into this at the conclusion of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast because this this is still, I, my my I I told a lot of people my head exploded, my Facebook blew up, my Instagram blew up, my fucking Twitter blew up, my text messages blew up. Even over at Richard's Billiards, they're still talking about this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you insane? Now. Speaking of Richard's Billiards, <laughs> oh my god, speaking of Richard's Billiards, big happy birthday goes out to one of the members of Team Headbanger Incorporated. As a matter of fact, he is having a birthday on SummerSlam weekend. He is a member of Team Headbanger Incorporated. He is also the basis for the band Shadow of the Giants. He is also the owner of Rich's Billiards himself. I'm talking about Richard Graves himself, Richard Nunads. Happy birthday goes out to you, my friend. And I hope you have yourself a great birthday on SummerSlam weekend. And hopefully we'll get an opportunity to see you over at Rich's Billiards tonight. And speaking of Rich's Billiards, and speaking of what's about to take place, because today, obviously, we're still trying to compose ourselves after what happened last night. Today, Glory by Honor is taking place night two tonight. Also, we've got... Uh, let's see, what else do we got? We've got the uh, the Manny Pacquiao fight. That's going to take place tonight. Well, possibly over at Richards Billiards. I don't know. I haven't got the word out for it yet. Of course, the Houston Texans are going to take on the Dallas Cowboys. That's going to take place tonight. You can check it out over at Richards Billiards at 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. And, of course, we've got SummerSlam, which is going to take place today. Okay, um, let's try to compose ourselves here. Let's try. We'll get back to this as soon as we can. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, speaking of glory by honor... Uh, we're going to talk about night one real quick because uh, I did not get an opportunity to see Glory by Honor. It did take place last night. And, you know, well, also uh, a big surprise. The fact that um, Impact Wrestling's emergence was also today as well. It was also last night as well. And I didn't get a chance to look at either one because I'm still, I was at Richard's Billiards. I was drinking. I was still trying to have myself a good time and Still trying to figure out what the hell happened. So let's look into some of the matches that took place at last night's Glory by Honor Night 1 over in Philadelphia. Uh, the first matchup was a tag match. Uh, actually, it was a tag match. Uh, Chelsea Green was supposed to have a singles match, but instead it ended up... Um, uh, it ended up being a tag match here. Uh, Roke C and Miranda... Ilaz or something like that defeated the team of Chelsea Green and Sami Sisiaki. I think I know who that is. Uh, I made this prediction on this singles matchup between Silas Young and Ray Horace. Silas Young wins his match over Ray Horace. Also, the six-man mayhem matchup. My prediction was going to be Mike Bennett. The winner of this matchup was Dominic Flamirina. So now. He's now been pulled up as the number one ranking for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. This one, another tag match featuring the women of Ring of Honor, uh, Vita Von Starr and the Max Impaler defeated the team of the Allure, Angelina Love, and Mandy Leone. 
I made a prediction on this matchup. EC3 defeated Brian Johnson, and it took place right here. Now, right here, and I don't know all the details to it just yet, but this was originally supposed to be a, a tag match between the members of the Briscoes and the ma and the members of uh, Violence Unlimited. I think that's who it is. Anyways, uh, this ended up being a, ta a singles match. Mark Briscoe taking on uh, Bateman. Mark Briscoe defeated Bateman in the middle of the ring. And I made this prediction for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Jonathan Gresham defeated Rep Titus as a member of the Foundation. Still the champion, Jonathan Gresham the Octopus. Uh, I mentioned that Violence Unlimited would win the match, and it happened. Violence Unlimited defeated the team of Dragon Lee, Kenny King, La Bestia del Ring, and Roosh. Uh, actually, wait a minute. Ooh. <laughs> okay, my apologies. Uh, apparently, this ended in a no contest. Interesting. Hmm. End it in a no contest at a minute and 40 seconds? Really? Oh, shit. <laughs> now, now all of a sudden, they changed the match right here. Because it's just, the next one is the same match, right? But it's actually a Philadelphia street fight featuring all the members. So, the winners, let's see. Wait a minute. It ended without a what? What the hell? What the? Okay. Boy, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> my head is my head is gonna explode in twenty five different places here. Okay, so I see two matches of the same kind. One ended up in a no contest. Another ended up with no winner at all. So what the fuck? Are they gonna do this again on night two? Oh shit, we'll have to find out. But anyways, uh, singles match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Bandino defeated the Mercenary Flip Gordon. To retain his Ring of Honor World Championship, and that is uh, that is the match that um, that took place last night. Now, let's continue on with Glory by Honor. And as a matter of fact, we got some more matches that are going to take place tonight. No doubt, we'll probably see a little bit more of it. As a matter of fact, this is going to take place today, night two. We got a tag match. Dragon Lee and Roosh to take on the Mexa Squad, Bandino and Ray Horace. Uh, and this is a matchup I'm definitely looking forward to checking out. Inside a steel cage for Taven's future Ring of Honor World Championship opportunity. Matt Taven to go one-on-one -on -one against Vincent. I, I'm, I cannot wait to see this matchup. I'm hoping we'll see what happens at the conclusion of this matchup. A tag match going to take place. Flip Gordon and Dominic Lamidia to take on the Briscoes. Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. Also an eight-man tag team matchup. Violence Unlimited to take on the team of the Foundation. And the main event cannot wait for that. Also in singles matchup, Dalton Castle to take on Dan Hansen. Also, the six-man World Tag Team Championship will be decided as Shane, Shane Taylor Promotions to take on the incoherence of Delirious uh, Fridamir and Hollow Wicked. Yeah, that's what it is. And also, another tag matchup. It's Chelsea Green and Willow to take on... Uh, didn't, didn't these two just face off against each other? In the last one. Oh, well, anyways. 
LSG to take on the world-famous CB. Just in case anyone's wondering what CB stands for, it stands for... (sighs) Cheeseburger. The world-famous cheeseburger. Yeah, McDonald's, that's what it is. Orale. And let's see, we got Trish Adora in singles competition. We do not know who her opponent is. And those are the matches that are taking place over on night two of Glory by Honor to take place live on pay-per-view. Check it out while you can. Ring of Honor's Glory by Honor should be a tremendous event to take place here tonight. Who? My goodness, can't wait to check it out. The steel cage matchup is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Matt Taven and, and Vincent, I can't wait to check that out. Now, all the stuff for Glory by Honor is done. Let's talk about Mergence for a moment. Let's talk about Emergence from Impact Wrestling, some of these matches. I, like I said, just like Glory by Honor, I didn't get a chance to see some of the matches, but uh, I guess the results here are done. And here it is in a singles matchup. Um, Matt Cordona with Chelsea Green defeated Ragu or Rahu Heat or whatever the fuck with Shira by pinfall so Matt Cordona just in case anybody wonders who that is that is the artist formerly known as Zack Ryder an eight person tag match features the members of Decay Black Taurus, Crazy Steve, Havoc and Rosemary to take defeated the team of Falaba No Way, Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles that took place also. Let's see a singles matchup. Uh, Steve Malice or Malison defeated the Canadian destroyer himself, Petey Williams. Holy crap. And in a singles matchup, it, it is uh, Madison Raid with Tanilia Dashwood and uh, Kaliba with the K, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, taking on Taylor Wilde. Taylor Wilde uh, lost her matchup against Madison Rain. A classic match. Have, haven't seen this matchup in a long time. In a four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Wrestling World Championship, Ace Austin defeated Chris Sabin, Moose, and Sammy Callahan. Singles matchup for the X Division Championship. The champion, Josh Alexander, defeated Jake Something. In a mixed tag team match, it is Matthew Reap. The artist formerly known as Ian English. Ian English. English. uh, You know who the fuck he is. Okay, taking on... And and Deanna Peraza to take on the team team of Trey Miguel and Molina. Really? Really? You defeated Molina in the middle of the... Oh my fucking God. Oh, God, I should have watched this match when I had the opportunity. So let me get this straight. So Deanna Perrazzo and Aiden English, there we go, Aiden English, defeated the team of Trey Miguel and Molina? Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on to the next matchup here, if you don't mind. A three-way tag match for the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Championships. The Good Brothers retained their championships by defeating the team of Rick Swan and Willie Mack. And Violence by Design, Joe Dorian and Rhino. Holy crap. And then, of course, Christian Cage, the Impact Wrestling World Champion, went one-on-one against Brian Myers. (laughs) And is still the Impact Wrestling World Champion. Those are your matches that took place on Impact's 
Emergence, and don't forget to check out Bound for Glory. That event's going to be coming up in October. More details on that and everything. And by the way, big shout out to Christian and congratulations for him, to him for winning the Impact Wrestling World Championship from Kenny Omega. And as you guys know, and just to talk about All Elite Wrestling a little bit, you know Christian Cage has an opportunity at the AEW World Championship against Kenny Omega, and that's going to take it take place at All Out on September 5th. And also, there is going to be something else that's going to take place in September 5th of All Out. But we will discuss that when we have the opportunity. Okay, guys. We've got those events out of the way. And now it's time for SummerSlam. SummerSlam is taking place tonight. And I know everyone's going to be having an opportunity to check out SummerSlam as it happens live on Peacock. And I know... Uh, this is going to be the oh well, this this will be the biggest talk going on, but unfortunately, I don't know how they're going to top CM Punk. That that's all I can tell you at this point. But we'll talk about that after this. Okay, so did not, and I'll probably see this when I can. Did not have an opportunity to check out SmackDown, but these are all the matches. All the matches that are going to take place at SummerSlam. Not in this particular order, but no doubt there'll probably be some more matches added to to the card at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is, like I said before, guys, is going to take place tonight. It's a Saturday night, I know. It should be on a Sunday night, but Sunday night's going to be NXT TakeOver, which we will talk about that tomorrow when we have the opportunity. Okay, the first matchup here, Nikki Ash, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. I could give two shits of a flying fuck who wins this match, but I'm actually going to go with Nikki Ash. I'm, I'm going to actually go with that right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't see Charlotte Flair winning it, and even if it happens, big whoop. Rhea Ripley, I wouldn't mind if she wins it, but what's the point of it? And the big word is, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not going to speculate... But the word is that the man could possibly show up. My thought is you couldn't just take Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley and have them go at it for the Raw Women's Championship and then have Charlotte Flair go after Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. That could be your biggest match in all of women's history. But no, you chose to go for a triple threat match that nobody gives a flying fuck about. Okay. Uh, let me start with the next matchup here. AJ Styles and Omos taking on the team of RK Bro of Randy Orton and Riddle. Uh, obviously, I'm going to go with Randy Orton and Riddle uh, because it would actually make sense and people actually like Rated RK Bro. <laughs> Another matchup that nobody gives a flying fuck about Eva Marie going one on one against Alexa Bliss. Now, let me get this part out of the way real quick, okay? Number one, nobody cares, okay? That's the truth. You guys know it. I know it. Nobody cares, okay? Now, number two, more fans are going to like Alexa Bliss than Eva Marie. I see that coming. You know why? Eva Marie looks hot. Eva Marie looks gorgeous. Eva Marie looks sensational. I would fuck the living shit out of her and have all her fucking kids. But the thing is... She hasn't produced anything that gets us to say she's great. 
or she's amazing in the ring. There hasn't been anything. But what if? What if Eva Marie is holding back and she decides to finally display her talent in the main stage of SummerSlam? That could be something. All I'm saying is, the main event is going to go with Alexa Bliss. Obviously because of the experience and everything else like that. I could give two shits of a flying fuck of the voodoo magic that she works on with that stupid Lily doll that she has in her fucking hands. Now, what if Eva Marie wins is the question. Okay, here's the thing. I'll be very surprised. And then you got Dewdrop on the other side. So, you know she's going to win automatically. But we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, I'm going to stick to my statement when I say nobody gives a flying fuck about this match. Just like the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship, we move on. But like I said, I'm picking Alexa Bliss. This is a matchup right here. For the United States Championship, Sheamus go one-on-one against the best drummer on the planet, John Luna. Uh, wait a minute. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, it's Damien Priest. <laughs> uh, obviously, my big prediction here will be Damien Priest. Um, he's got all the potential in the world. He's got all the talent. He's the man that's going to finally be able to beat Sheamus in the middle of the ring and win his very, well, I was going to say his very first singles championship, but he has been a North, the NXT North American champion before. So he will probably be the new United States champion. Damian Priest to walk away with the championship to defeat Sheamus. That should take place at SummerSlam later on tonight. Also, another singles matchup, and this is going to be something seven years in the making, ladies and gentlemen, just like something else that happened seven years ago, which we will talk about at another time. Now, it's going to be the Rated R Superstar Edge going one-on-one against Seth Rollins. This one's going to be a toss-up. Some people have been telling me Edge should beat Seth Rollins. Some people have been saying that Seth Rollins should beat Edge. Um, this is going to be a great matchup because when you think about it, these two are pretty much a mere image of themselves. Think about it. I mean, they're both... One is obviously younger than the other. And one has more experience than the other. And these two men are devious. These two men are deceitful. And these two men are also ultimate opportunists. So I, I see something great in this match. Uh, if I were a betting man, I would actually go with Edge to win this match. Here's why. Now, it would be easy for Seth Rollins to win. But think about this. Edge had lost at WrestleMania. Edge had lost his opportunity at Money in the Bank last month. Do you really want to take an opportunity and let Edge lose again to Seth Rollins? No. You don't want to do that. And plus, you could set up a rematch between these two somewhere down the road. It could happen. And you could get Seth Rollins to win that match. That would work too. But at the biggest party of the summer, you got to go with Edge. You got to go with Edge. So the main event is going to go with Edge to win this match against Seth Rollins. Should be an epic matchup. Can't wait to check it out. Now, speaking of epic matches and speaking of matches that 
May, and I think it is official, it's going to happen for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair to defend her championship against Sasha Banks. Um, as most of you guys have been hearing, um, I know most of you guys have been getting the reports. I've been getting a lot of uh, text messages and reports about this, that uh, the possibility of, the, of this matchup not happening is you know, sort of up in the air. But... From what I understand, I think it was just uh, not yesterday, but the day before, that uh, it is official. They're medically cleared to compete. So apparently, um, something uh, something was in the air. Uh, something, from what I understand, about you know possibility of uh, that both Sa- Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair possibly had COVID. I mean, no one has said anything yet, but no doubt they probably did. So we'll see. We'll see how all this goes and so much more. But the winner of the matchup. I know George Kongora, a good friend of mine, probably wants Sasha Banks to win the match. But the main event is going to go with Bianca Belair. I think um, I think we're going to see another match between these two somewhere down the road. If it happens, if everything goes well, this match between Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks is going to be tremendous. It's going to be epic. I think Bianca Belair should retain her championship against Sasha Banks. That's my opinion. Also, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso, to take on the Mysterios, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. There's been a lot of speculations that Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio are going to go their separate ways and going to have themselves a little confrontation, which I think is completely ridiculous and completely stupid. But whatever the WWE is going to do, let it happen. They've already fucked up already <laughs> with someone. And you know who it is. But, I, I obviously, I see the Usos retaining their championships. And it's going to take place uh, tonight on SmackDown. I'm, I'm sorry, on SummerSlam. So, we've got the two big matches taking place right now. Um, let's talk about the first matchup. Bobby Lashley with MVP in his corner. The almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley to go up against the WWE Hall of Famer. Bill Goldberg. Um, this matchup will probably be about 10 minutes long. Maybe less than 10 minutes long. I see Bobby Lashley retaining his championship, which is a smart call. And Goldberg, um, I would be very surprised if he does win the championship. I would be very surprised. But it will also upset a lot of fans. So as far as I'm concerned, Bobby Lashley to retain the world the WWE Championship, he will defeat Goldberg tonight at SummerSlam. Now, the biggest match of the night, the well, prob- I would say the biggest talk of professional wrestling, but um, after CM Punk, how do you top that? And, and, and also, before we talk about this, and before we talk about the matchup with Roman Reigns versus John Cena, did you hear the comments that Roman Reigns said about CM Punk? And the whole thing about what was he talking about? He talked about Brock Lesnar. He talked about his former partner, Dean Ambrose, and all that. Um, Reigns' comments has gotten a lot of people talking, saying that um, CM Punk was not as, is not as over as John Cena or is not as over as The Rock. Now, whether he's playing this heel persona to the media or not, we don't know. But here's the thing, and I'll say this for the record. CM Punk is over now than he was years ago. Now, years ago, CM Punk 
he was just as over as John Cena and just as over as The Rock. And with all due respect to John Cena and The Rock, both multi-talented superstars, great at what they do, but both are Hollywood actors. And I know some people are going to say, well, so is CM Punk. Yeah, but to the professional wrestling fans, especially all the professional wrestling fans all over the world, they still love Punk, and he's just as over as The Rock and as John Cena, and as displayed last night on AEW Rampage. Now, well, uh, and also, um, he, he made some other comments about Brock Lesnar and, and Dean Ambrose and all that. Basically, the WWE pissed off at their former employees, so to speak. But anyways, the matchup with Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal Championship at SummerSlam. This is going to be the main event of the match, no doubt. Um, a lot of predictions, a lot of thoughts. Um, the smartest move to the to the average person would be to have John Cena lose to Roman Reigns. Now, hold on, because this is not my final prediction. Let me give you my analysis here. Now, Roman Reigns is as hot as he could possibly be right now. He's the hottest heel going. He's been a heel for over a year now, and he's doing a tremendous job. He's doing a tremendous job. as heel. He's the best heel going in all of WWE. This is, this is the best thing that Roman Reigns could possibly do. Now, if John Cena wasn't going back to Hollywood the next day, he probably would be the Universal Champion. But in this case, there's a good chance he may go to Hollywood. But then, then the rumors start flying off. Then the rumors are talking about the fact that, what is it? The fact that we could see um, John Cena appear the next night with the Universal Championship or appear on SmackDown the next night with the Universal Championship. I mean... Anything could happen. And also, you have to remember another thing, another factor, and this is going to be brought up right here. Ric Flair, who was released from the WWE, who wasn't happy with the booking that the WWE has done with Charlotte, and Vince McMahon went ahead and released him. And, of course, we know where the champion's at right now. Ric Flair, we know he was over in Mexico with his daughter Charlotte to uh, support Andrade when he took on... Kenny Omega over at the Triple Mania show. Now, the biggest hint, and this is something that I think a lot of people are going to find funny, say if John Cena wins, not only would this be the first time for John Cena to win the Universal Championship, but it will also be, it will also mark historic because John Cena will break Ric Flair's record and become a 17-time world champion. Now, to the WWE, they think, oh, well, if we put John Cena as a 17-time world champion, we'll stick that up Ric Flair's ass and tell him to go fuck himself. That's how the WWE would actually react. But let's, let's call it like we see it. If it happens, it would be historic, it would be great, it would be good in any way possible. But to say to stick that to Ric Flair, you got to be out of your stupid fucking mind if you believe that. Ric Flair will actually love that. He will actually love that. He will want John Cena to be the 17-time world champion. He would want John Cena to be the man. Because look, Ric Flair has all the respect in the world for John Cena. He loves John Cena. He's been around John Cena for quite a while. So for him to become to be the man to break Ric Flair's record, you could put a better man than that, right? 
So what's my fi- what's my final analysis on this match between Roman Reigns and John Cena? This match is going to be epic. This match is going to be great. The crowd's going to get behind John Cena. The crowd's going to boo the living shit out of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns could do something sadistic. John Cena will make a comeback. And all I can say is, John Cena, and I'll state this for the record right now, John Cena is going to make history at SummerSlam. John Cena is going to walk away with the Universal Championship for the first time in his career. And John Cena will make history when he becomes the 17-time world champion by breaking the streak of Ric Flair's record. So the main event is going with John Cena. So that's all your news for SummerSlam. That's all going to take place tomorrow, tonight, as a matter of fact. Of course, we got a lot of things. We've got uh, other things that are going to happen on Saturday. Like I said, SummerSlam is tonight. We got Glory by Honor, which is taking place also at the same night. We've got the Manny Pacquiao fight that's going to take place. No doubt Richard's Billiards will have that over 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. And also the Houston Texans to take on the Dallas Cowboys. That's going to take place tonight as well. SummerSlam weekend is looking epic. Saturday night is huge. Saturday night is fucking huge. So, guys, we're almost at the end of this show. But we're going to end it the right way. Now... As you can tell, even though I didn't play any music, I just played whatever I can. So, before we get into the next topic, because obviously the next topic, you know what it is, guys. I don't have to explain to you as to what it is. But just in case anyone is interested, anybody is wondering, um, just to get it out of the way... Follow the main event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player. I would love to talk all wrestling on my main event talk Facebook page, but since my main event talk Facebook page is still in jail, won't be back till the 3rd of November. Follow the main event on uh, my Facebook page at facebook.com slash at real main event talk. And to anyone that wants to go ahead and try to friend request me on Facebook, as I say it before, and I'll say it again, proceed at your own fucking risk. And also big shout out, big happy birthday to my good friend Richard's Billiards own Richard Nunez, happy birthday to you. Hope you have yourself a great SummerSlam weekend. Hope to see you over at Richard's Billiards later on. Maybe after SummerSlam and maybe if you guys get to check out. Now, like I said, I don't know if they're going to have the fight there. No doubt they'll probably have the Houston Texans to take on the Dallas Cowboys over at Richard's Billiards. Get an opportunity to not... Oh, and there's one other thing. Because obviously the next thing we're going to talk about is about to take place. Um, Get a chance to eat some of their food. I bought... Richard's Rich's Burgers, and I bought a couple of their Philly cheesesteaks. Very good. Very good stuff. But by the way, and just, this is a big hint. This is me talking. The burgers are tremendous. Love it. The Philly cheesesteaks. Can we put it in a sub, please? <laughs> because here's the thing. I don't got anything against a Philly cheesesteak on a burger, but if you could put it on an actual sub, that would look fucking great. 
but that's just that's just a suggestion from me to Rich's Billiards, okay? Just to let you guys know. All right? Now, big like I said, big happy birthday to Richard and uh, hopefully you have yourself a great birthday. And uh thank you for listening and thank you we just put all the plugs together. And normally I would go ahead and leave you with my usual catchphrase, but we're going to save that for tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow's going to be the final day of NXT TakeOver uh, 36, which is going to take place tomorrow. The last episode of the Main Event Talk podcast of SummerSlam weekend. Okay, we got all that out of the way. We got all the plugs in, and no doubt, you know, we'll get to it when we can let's talk about what's about to take place and i'm not going to play it just yet i'm not going to play any music just to let everybody know but obviously we've talked about SummerSlam. we talked about glory by honor we've talked about emergence all those things are going to happen well all those things well some of those things are going to happen today and other things have happened last night speaking of last night Historic. Historic is the best way I described it. For the past several months, for the past several years, talking about what happened and, and, and the last appearance this man made in the WWE was January of 2014 when he was in the Royal Rumble. That was the last appearance of CM Punk. That was his last appearance. And ever since then, you know... Punk had been upset with the company. Punk had been upset with a lot of things. And then, of course, after that, we know he got fired. He was handed some papers on his wedding night. He went to UFC. He lost two fights. And he hadn't appeared in the the WWE for quite a while. Then came backstage about almost a year ago, which he made an appearance on. And the big rumor and the big talk was that Punk was going to All Elite. But as a matter of fact, he was going to go to All Elite all along, from what I understand. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I had said it many times before, and I'll say it again. I'll believe it when I see it. That's the quote I've said it many times. And when I saw what I saw last night, it was epic. It was truly epic. You, you, there's no other way to describe it. It was truly epic. Seeing CM Punk over at the United Center in Chicago. And and this is the thing. It's smart. I thought it was stupid. I would have rather have, have him show up at All Out. But I think now I know the answer. And I think this this is smart. This is very, very smart. Which we'll talk about that uh, when when we show up at the very conclusion of this episode. Now... Everyone has asked me, um, you know, how do I feel about this? I think Punk showing up, he, 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 whether anybody likes it or not, he is the biggest commodity going in all of w, of all of professional wrestling right now. That's the truth. And and Punk is really the only true mega star in pro wrestling. Now I'm not talking I'm not talking mega star like 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 John Cena or Brock Lesnar or The Rock. You know, guys that just are there for the WWE and there to do movies and everything else like that. Punk is a major, major star, a major commodity in pro wrestling. He can still help. And I'll tell you, 
his name splattered all over AEW now, it becomes huge. It becomes huge. He is still a commodity. Now, the biggest question will be, how good will he be? And also, the thing is with Punk, is now we're going to get it. We're going to get all the matches that people have been wanting to check out. All the matches that CM Punk has never faced before. When he was in the WWE, when I first saw him back in 2006, he was a hot commodity. He was. He made a difference in the ECW show. He's won all sorts of championships in the WWE. The famous pipe bomb that took place and took everything by storm. The WWE did take advantage of this. Hell, I was even watching... Uh, I was watching... Um, an episode of Raw on YouTube where John Cena wins his championship back, right? He wins his championship back, he takes it from Rey Mysterio, then all of a sudden I hear this Cult of Personality song coming on, and I still remember watching this, well, not, not recently, but I still remember watching this where John Cena hears the song, I hear the song, I'm wondering what the hell's going on. All these changes were starting to develop on that same night. And when John Cena won the championship and then the Cult of Personality song show up, I'm wondering what the hell's going on. Here comes CM Punk. He has the WWE Championship in his possession while John Cena has the WWE Championship in his possession, which comes up to SummerSlam, the champion versus champion, the first time the WWE Champion took on the WWE Champion. That was epic. That was huge. That was amazing to check out. Then we fast forward, you know, Punk had went through a lot of stuff, you know. He held on to the championship for more than 400 days. Uh, he had great matches with uh, not just John Cena, but he had great matches with um, Daniel Bryan. Uh, he had another great match with Chris Jericho. Um, you know, Punk, Punk was an amazing athlete. I mean, the thing, you know, everyone wonders, you know, what, what is so good about CM Punk. Why should he be... Why should CM Punk be this important now in wrestling? I'll tell you why. His name is scattered all over the place. And it's not just in Chicago. It's all over the world. People still chant his name. Even when he wasn't wrestling, people still chant his name. Punk is the biggest name in all of pro wrestling. Not sports entertainment, pro wrestling. And Punk is making a huge difference. And can you imagine if Punk were to go... I, I don't think... I don't know if Punk has ever wrestled in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know, I know that Punk has wrestled in Ring of Honor. I know Punk has wrestled in uh, TNA Wrestling. It would... I mean, just imagine what would happen if Punk were to... Punk now! If he appears in Ring of Honor, that would be huge. He, if he appears over in Impact Wrestling, that would be huge. New Japan Pro Wrestling, that would be huge. The whole point is, Punk is a huge commodity. He can help the pro wrestling industry. The WWE can go ahead and sit there and say, hey, he don't mean anything, he don't mean shit, we'll produce stars. Hey, the WWE is not going to go anywhere. They're not. 
but they have to have they have to be completely upset especially with the USA network and Fox going down the throats of Vince McMahon and everyone else saying why the fuck did you let something like this go and you have to keep in mind there was a a moment and I think I've heard this from other people where CM Punk had a, a verbal confrontation with Triple H where Punk had mentioned I don't have to work with you you have to work with me I remember that I remember that a whole lot and the fact that the WWE, and let me tell you this right now, this is going to be tough to follow. Extremely tough to follow. AEW, look, you know about my criticism about AEW. I still think that they have some fresh faces and some great talent like guys like Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, MJF, and all those guys that can make, even Darby Allen, even Darby Allen, those are your future. Those are your future stars for professional wrestling. And then you got, of course, you got the the dog and pony show with these, you know, Smarco Stunt and Orange Cassidy and all these other ridiculous people that nobody gives a shit about. CM Punk, a part of all this, is huge. At SummerSlam weekend, this has now become the biggest talk in all of pro wrestling. It's the truth. And I'll tell you what, guys, this may be part two. Part one, I ranted all about CM Punk. And part two, I do it once again. But this time, I said it before, and I'll say it again. I said that I will believe it when I see it. I saw it. It happened. And my God, all I can say without a shadow of a doubt CM Punk welcome home my friend Chicago, Illinois where CM Punk has arrived in all elite wrestling make a kid feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. I'm winging this, you know, we're winging this. We, that's a very important distinction. We'll get back to it, but I didn't plan on what I was gonna say because I didn't know what to say. Because I didn't know how I was gonna feel, but I knew that I needed to feel it.
That's what I've heard for seven years. I heard you. I heard you. And we got a lot to cover. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is we're not going to get to it all right here, right now. But the good news is, is I got the time. Wednesday, Friday, four Sundays or Saturdays a year. I got the time and I ain't going anywhere. Wait, one second. Possibly for me, the most important thing I'm going to say right now, and this is for everybody at home, this is for everybody who bought a ticket, this is for everybody in the back. If at all through my journey, any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down, let me just say, Let me just say, I understand if you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. Can I tell you guys a story? It's hot in here. Hang on one second. Can I tell you a story? See, I felt before like I had to leave. I didn't want to, but I knew I couldn't stay, and that was when I used to work for a place called Ring of Honor. August 13th, 2005 was my last match in Ring of Honor, and I famously came out with tears in my eyes. And walking out here today, I now know why I was crying and it was a lot of reasons but what it boiled down to was I had made a place where people could come work get paid learn their craft and love professional wrestling and I cried because I knew I was leaving a place that I love and it was a home, and I knew where I was going. It wasn't gonna be easy for a guy like me, because I'm one of you. So I look at it like this. 
August 13th, 2005, I left professional wrestling. August 20th, 2021. I'm back. And I'm back for you. I'm not gonna lie, I'm back for me too. And I'm back because there's a hell of a lot of young talent that I wish I was surrounded by 10 years ago. So in saying that, I sit back and I say, well, hell, they're there now, so why aren't you? Here I am. I'm back because I want to work with that young talent that had the same passion that I had stamped out. I'm back because there's a couple of scores to settle in that locker room. I'm back for the young guys. Darby Allen! I've seen you, you're good. I've seen you jump out of airplanes. I've seen you wrapped up in a body bag and chucked over the top rope. I've seen you kick down a flight of stairs and you always come back. Just like each and every person here in Chicago, you're tough. But I'm here to help. And you're the first on the list. I'm going to help you because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby Allen, there is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. Except wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. I will see you. And I'll see Sting, and I'll see all of you, September 5th, at All Out, live on pay-per-view. I'm back. Damn. Well, that's huge. CM Punk back on pay-per-view. He's all AEW September 5th. Man, the chills are running up down my spine.